You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. How's it going, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? This is uh, boy Matthew Johnson. I'm doing really well, man. Matthew Johnson, and you're you're calling us from uh, all the way in uh, Canada, to- man. Canada, Toronto, Canada. How is it over there right now amidst this uh, amidst these strange times? It's basically like um, everywhere else. It's on lockdown. Um, they don't have as much cases as the United States or uh, Europe per se, but, you know, it's, ri- it's rising every day, mm-hmm. basically, and they're taking the right precautions with social distancing and, you know, telling everybody to wash their hands and uh, wear a mask and, like, not to go outside as much. And, you know, they're, they're taking the right precautions. They're doing a good job here in Canada. Awesome. It's just, uh, 
I guess a little unfortunate that while all this is happening, you're preparing to release a new album. Yeah, actually, um, it's gonna be an EP first, but I'm I'm releasing a new single mm-hmm. that we've been working on for a while, and we added a Canadian um, hip hop icon, uh, Chocolate, on there. Cool. And then we have a uh, Cedar Rocks, which is from uh, Miami, Dade County, and he's a Latin Grammy nominee. We had we had him on there first, so it's now a truly international eclectic single, and we're gonna be releasing it through uh, Sony sapphire records awesome um is that one of the songs that you sent me i think i sent you a, a link to uh i'm not sure i don't think i sent you the song yet no i sent you uh some of the songs yeah, i had you sent me you sent me two song songs not released yet yeah you sent me two songs correct yeah i sent you the one uh get up with me and uh trey g He's from Sony Disco Axe, the EDM producer. Cool. And he's from Denver, Colorado. And he actually came down to El Paso to do a show with me there. And we were on iHeartRadio and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, and then I sent you Want You, which is uh, was, was produced over there in the UK with uh, me and Jay Manera, the Afrobeats producer. So would these two songs also be on the, in this EP? Or the, this is just uh, like stuff that you've released before? Uh, these uh, were released before. Cool. Those were more of my prominent songs that I had out in recent years. But uh, the new song is uh, called Guan Getty. You uh-huh. know, it's a pop dance song mixed with Latin and um, hip-hop. Yeah. Well, that's what, I was gonna, that's what I wrote down when I was listening to those two songs you sent me. I wrote down that it, the, the songs, both songs had uh, Latin influences, reggae-infused. You have a definitely uh, international sound. Yeah, man, it's from my uh, Caribbean roots, man. From Yad roots, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's from Mia Kanting, you know? You listen to it, and it's like you, you almost can't tell where it's from. But it sounds cool. You know, it's, it has a, a good bop to it, you know? But it's like a, a mix of all these things, yeah, you know? Yeah, man. The thing is, I'm, you know, I'm mixed myself. So I'm African-American and I'm Jamaican as well. So cool. Uh, my parents mix it there, you know what I'm saying? I uh, travel all around the world, so I have that kind of eclectic, diverse mindset so i put that into my music yeah definitely it definitely uh, reflects in your music um going back to the ep that you're going to that you're going to release soon uh what's that what's that going to be called i was going to be calling it the revival the revival ep but mm-hmm. uh i might change the name like in the light of the current situation mm-hmm. i was thinking of renaming it but we, we were going to go with revival ep the covid the covid 19 uh you know, through a lot of uh, monkey wrenches and everybody's uh, life and business. And I just hope we learn from this as a human race, you know, to yeah. take things more seriously and take more precautions. And uh, just, you know, even also just to be thankful for the small things. Because, look, we, you can't even go to bars now. You can't even do shows. But, uh, like, you can't tour right now. You can't. You can't even, some people are being laid off of their regular jobs, their regular nine to five, and uh, a lot of people actually, not some, a lot of people. Yeah. And um, you just got to be thankful for every day, man. Yeah, that's um, that's one thing to, that's a good mindset to have right now, even though um, people may be panic buying and stuff, and people may be on edge, but uh, I think, yeah, people forget that they got to be thankful for for what they have, you know? That's true. Yeah, man, bro, the the panic buying is going, like, with the toilet paper and everything, man. Like, 
thank goodness uh, up here in this my apartment I have up here in Toronto, like I already had like stocks of toilet paper and hand paper and yeah. all those kind of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, madness, you know. <laughs> um, how did you get started in music? Well, I started at a young age. Uh, my dad was a spoken word kind of reggae artist, and he also threw a lot of events with uh, other famous uh, reggae acts in New York City, yeah, like uh, Pablo Moses, Steel Pulse, um, you name it, Force MDs, cool, and a lot of people like that. And his first, yeah, man, and his first reggae concert was uh, Reggae Under the Stars, right there in Staten Island at the um, Cultural Center over there. And um, it went really well, and I, I was always around that. He mm -hmm. always brought me to a lot of different uh, major concerts, you know, Buju Bantan, uh, what's some other people, uh, Black Uru, mm -hmm. even like uh, R&B groups, you know, like big major R&B groups and other things like that. So I was always consistently around yeah. music in New York City. And like, I grew up in the MTV era, the TRL stuff, so I was always influenced by that. Yeah, and then uh, I ended up going to vocal school, Dr. Trogan's uh, vocal school in uh, New York City, Staten Island. That's where I'm born and raised. Basically, I'm from Staten Island, New York, and the rest is history, man. I just got a passion for music and a yeah. drive for it, and I never gave up on it. I'm still doing it. That's cool that uh, that you're that you're formally trained. Not a lot of popsters are yeah, formally man. trained. What was that like? Do you know how to uh, read and write music, like, really easily? I did. I was just about to say, um, I learned theory from Dr. Trogan's, uh, when I dropped out Dr. Trogan's music school from 13 years old, but I actually was a music major. Cool. And um, when did you seriously start making music? I started uh, seriously making music at r around 14 years old, and I was in a group called Mix. And uh, it was a single called uh, Things Come Around, and it was me, uh, a Panamanian-American uh, cat named Roberto Wallace, mm -hmm. and another uh, a Puerto Rican girl named uh, Issa. Uh, we got our start um, in the nightclubs there in Manhattan, and B. Montgomery, who was a manager for Bone Thugs and Harmony, mm -hmm. and uh, a publicist for them as well, Busy Bone, and also... I don't know if you uh, remember Soul For Real. Remember that group back in the day, Heavy D and Soul For Real? And they're actually a West Indian background too. They're Trinidadian Americans. I, I'm assuming these were pop groups? Yeah, you know what? To, to be honest with you, I have a, a huge appreciation for pop music. Because yeah, I yeah. say I'm like pop dancehall. If you, if you go look me up, yeah. it says pop dancehall as my genre. And that's what I really am, bro. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not born in Jamaica, but I'm a Jamaican parentage. Yeah. And in New York City, you know, half my family is Jamaican, half my family is American. So, of course, I'm going to get the American vibes, you know, of the pop R&B groups, rhythm and blues. So, it seems like uh, you'd be a big fan of, like, uh, writing big choruses into your music and stuff like that, huh? Like, catchy hooks and stuff? I am, but the thing is, like, that's what usually, like, funny thing you say that, Usually I start the chorus when I, like, on my writing process. That's what I write first. I don't write the verses or nothing first. Yeah. I, I go to the chorus. But I like to keep myself myself simplified, like, um, as far as writing, because I know the simpler the and catchier the, the melody, mm -hmm. the easier it might blow up, you know? Right. People like simplicity. Yeah, man. And I'm still learning, man. 
and I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a songwriter. There's a lot of better, bigger songwriters than me that can write a catchy hook like quicker. That's why a yeah. lot of people have songwriters in the industry. It's like ghostwriters and stuff. Yeah. But um, as of right now, I write everything on my own. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, it's often said that uh, writing a simple pop song is like extremely hard. It is. You know what? A lot of the stuff uh, comes from like natural occurrences bro so a lot of the stuff that you're hearing on the radio and stuff like that the majority of it is from real mm -hmm. life stuff that goes on in current life if they like experience something good or something really bad that really touched them that's when you get a real hit song like it, it can't be forced you know yeah what are you doing up in canada i don't think we've uh asked that yet <laughs> so i started originally I, I used to come up here as a kid for Caravana in Toronto, right? But as of 2018, I came up here to get bookings and stuff and radio placements, and then I ended up getting management up here. Cool. And I ended up uh, opening for bigger acts, yeah, like Jazz Cartier and getting, you know, uh, press in the London Free Press for, like, different festivals and stuff. And then as of July last year, I came to Toronto, actually, which is the bigger city Yeah. in Ontario. Everybody knows Drake and The Weekend 4 and all that stuff and uh, Tory Lanez. And I came up here and did OVO Fest and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Carabana. Cool. Weekend, you know, I did shows at the Night Owl and the Hideout. And um, did a, I got a lot of press recently here, Toronto Caribbean News, uh, The Littlest Voice, Canada Magazine. And I found new management up here as well and signed to a new acting agent because I'm also a SAG actor, a Screen Actors Guild actor as well. Wow. Uh, what shows have you been in? I've been in uh, Gossip Girls because I started acting from New York, uh, One Life to Live, the soap opera, uh, Nights of Prosperity. I don't know if they're on anymore, but I was on that, two episodes of that. Um, I also did a lot of military Go Army commercials right there in El Paso, actually. Yeah. You did a soap opera. That's so weird. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, One Life to Live. One Life then, then yeah, I was on the team section of One Life to Live actually, and I played a football player. What's that like being part of the production of a TV soap opera? It was crazy, man. But you know, it was pretty cool to see. Uh -huh. Um, I didn't have the biggest role at the time. I had like one or two lines, you know. Yeah. Because I was starting out at the time, but um, it was cool. The people were very nice, very friendly. Um. You know, more than the, the big productions, because I even did something with Alec Baldwin one time. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot different on those movie sets than it is on the, like, the daytime TV situation. Wow. Sounds like you've had quite a journey, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, because I, I was always into entertainment, and um, sometimes you have to try different avenues to kind of like supplement for mm -hmm. the music situation. Yeah. And the music business, so, like, acting pays, actually. I think if you can get your foot into acting and get a good agent, like, you can make a lot more money, actually. Yeah. A lot more money in acting faster than you can in music, because music, if you're not touring, if you don't have a good... Uh, I'm not saying that you have to be on a, a major label, because mm -hmm. that's... You don't have to... You don't have to be on a major label anymore to be successful as an independent artist, right? That's or true. Or a recording artist in general. Yep. You know, everybody's situation is different, I should just say. I put it that way. Well, I guess let's tread back to 
the EP you're going to be releasing soon. Um, when exactly are you going to be releasing it? We're thinking uh, maybe a couple of months after uh, a few singles. Uh-huh. Because right now we're looking probably at an April 17th uh, release date with uh, Sapphire Sony. Cool. I was going to say, it's pretty cool that you're on a, a, subsidiary, a subsidiary of uh, Sony. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, um, shout out to David Vislaki. He saw everything that I was doing, like, you know, going from place to place, making movements, uh, doing a lot of shows in Canada. Yeah. Uh, getting news coverage here and there. And he said, hey, you know, let's see if we can get you involved with uh, Sapphire and Sony Orchard. And now we have label services uh, via Sony. Since you've had such a a wild journey, do you have any advice for other artists out there? Yeah, man. I would just say stay unique to who you are. Uh, always uh, trust your gut instinct. If you feel something is not right for you, go with it. And nothing, don't take anything for granted. And always, 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 always. This is a big, 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 big thing. Always watch for people's vibes because there's going to be a lot of people that come you come across that are going to say they can do a lot for you, and actions speak louder than words. So just just like heed all of those uh, <laughs> little advices right there. Cool. Um, off of the new EP, um, was there a song that was easy to make, and was there a song that was like uh, the complete opposite, like a uh, like that gave you trouble um like how was the recording well, process I mean, as far as in general EP, we're still we're, i know that's a great question where i was just gonna say say that we're still building on the new ep so we're still adding new songs oh cool so that's why i was saying we might change the name or the direction of it but um i think blonde get it was like the like the the best one that i w- would choose for that situation right there i would choose that because i just feel that this song is just so diverse. Yeah. And it's so, um, not even only diverse in lyrical content and stuff, just in ethnicity-wise, you know, it can it can apply to anybody of any culture, like, because it's, it's a broad spectrum. If yeah. you're Latin, if you're Caribbean-American, if you're in the Caribbean, if you're into hip-hop, or it just has, like, a, a, a plethora of genres in it, and... I think anybody that likes any kind of music will like this song. Yeah, um, I was thinking of uh, calling your genre future soul. Uh, I, w- I would I would say it's a more uh, pop dancehall, hmm. a, a fusion of pop dancehall, um, pop dancehall, electronic kind of. Definitely futuristic, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, because because you know I I kind of try to blend that pop R and B sound. Yeah, yeah. Dancehall dance song and then uh, some elements of uh, electronic vibes going there as well yeah definitely definitely a cool sound man um where can people find now, you on the that's w- right. you could say it's a world sound you know yeah world music futuristic yeah. world music that's a good way of putting it man i like that yeah um where can people find you on the web everything is at, at matt uj music so at M-A-T-T-U-J music. Cool. And then uh, my official website is www.muj.sillispro.com. You can just actually go to uh, my Instagram, which is at Matt UJ Music. The link's there. And 
and uh, at Matt E. Johnson, actually on Spotify and uh, all the uh, outlets because I am distributed by mainly, before the Sony situation, I was distributed by Empire Distribution and my label that I have because I have an independent record label of my own called Interview Music, Inc. Cool. And it's actually registered to the state of Texas. Um, before before we finish up, uh, you mentioned that you you that you've been uh touring around Canada and internationally. What's been like the the coolest show that you've done so far? Has there been a show where you were uh, I guess a little bit nervous? Has there been a show where you know you felt like you were climbing up to like a next level type of thing? As far as a uh, a show in Canada, the Janice Cartier show was like. Crazy man, I, I I put on a great performance. The sound mm-hmm. guys were awesome. Uh, they liked the plethora of music, the different sounds that I was bringing to the table. They, they said I was eclectic. Like a lot of the people came up for autographs. Cool. You know, after that show, and then they still keep in touch with me now. And he's a Juno Award winner, and like I think I stole some of his uh, fans too. <laughs> and he was a hip hop artist. Cool. That's and, cool, man. And then there was a, a occasion in El Paso. Uh, at Minor Palooza, I got to open up for the Cataracts there. Cool. In front of like 25 to 30k people. Yeah, that was a few years back, and um, that was a like that was a great experience. I got it to be in the VIP pen with uh, the guy that produced Like a G6. Uh, I was uh, chilling with uh, Latin Grammy nominee Christina Eustace there too. She's cool. a UTEP uh, alumni. So like those two shows, I guess would be I could say though awesome shows but uh what's touring life like in general for you i mean i'm away from my family of course yeah um it's definitely like uh a lot of studio time a lot of like going from different place to place going to different towns in ontario and england and and um just you know just i like tour i like traveling period to be honest with you i love seeing different places so it's a really positive and uh, great experience just exploring the, the different parts of the world and different cities and different types of people, you know? That's cool, man. So touring, I love. I love touring. Is there anything else that you'd like, that you'd like to add? Um, anything that we haven't touched based on yet? No, I would, just, I would just like to end it off by saying, you know, stay tuned for the new single, Go On Get It, featuring uh, Cedar Rocks and uh, Chocolair. And, uh... Stay tuned. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Yo, thanks for having me, man. Awesome. EP Culture Beat rocks. Thank ya. And stay safe out there. What's up, man? You too,
Don't know.